0: Mark, are you ready to ready to start our? I am. Terribly unprofessional. Yeah. Nothing we can do about it.
1: Power is out. This is probably the least professional podcast we've ever done, and that says and a it's lot. That's not
0: just because John Thomas is here. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, it doesn't 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 hurt at all. No. <laughs> trying to up the game. Trying to up the game. The power is out here.
1: Went up like an hour on the southeast before.
0: side. Yeah. Uh, I heard there was a crash just right up the road from you, and uh, so we don't know when we're gonna get power back. So we're, we're just we're, we're at living, Mark with the the camera, the microphone.
1: Yep. There's so, no AC, so we'll probably be sweating. Oh, well, it's more not and too more. bad
0: out. Luckily, it's pleasant. It's probably gonna start pouring down rain at any minute too.
1: Yeah. Maybe that'll add some ambiance to the sound, I guess.
0: Here in the southeast side on Waynesburg Drive and Canton, Ohio, Canton, South Ohio.
1: No yeah, Waco, place. essentially.
0: We're basically in Waco. No better place to shoot a wrestling podcast yep. oh, for wow. episode 15. 15, yeah. Episode 15. And with that, I did it this time. You and, with, did. and with that.
1: And with that said, this is Ohio WrestleCast number 15. I am Mark Thomas, Jared Griffiths. We, aka,
0: we have a special guest here today with us. We do. We do. We have a friend of the show friend in real life, Mr. John Thomas. Yep, no uh, relation.
1: No relation. <laughs> exactly. I was just about to mention that.
0: Uh, John is a, has listened to us basically basically since day one, and uh, we were talking back and forth about the same stuff we talked about on our, our last podcast, AEW and current product, everything like that, had some different opinions, and we kind of came to terms, we were like, why don't you just get in front of the fucking camera and talk about it?
1: <laughs> in front of
0: a microphone, which we're all in front of the same
1: microphone today. But yeah, apologizing for- in advance for the shitty audio quality we may have. <laughs>
0: apologizing <laughs> in advance for the video qual- shitty video quality because John Thomas is on here. <laughs> that brings down the handsome level quite a bit. Well, yeah. But Walt's bringing it back up, aren't you, pal? yes
1: He is.
0: But, um, yeah, so we thought episode 15, man, let's do something a little different. Let's bring in a special guest. Let's um, Let's just talk shop. Let's talk wrestling. Let's talk about... Current product, let's talk about AEW because there's there's definitely some varying opinions going on. John and I talked about it. We have a difference in opinion. Um, I'm much, much, much more negative than John on this one. Uh, but, you know, we, we talk wrestling all the time, period, anyways. And uh, I think this would be a, be a cool idea today yeah we are we are winging it by the seat of our pants today though no microphones
1: nope we're it's it's like we're just kicking it i like it
0: just kicking it talking wrestling which is really kind of the idea the concept in the first place man yeah we thought man we have a good time just sitting around drinking a beer and talking wrestling
1: yeah well, just let's with, let's film it yeah with better audio usually
0: we usually have better audio but we got still have plenty of walt
1: we do we um, a
0: couple of cold
1: ones Yes. Yeah, so what do you, where do you want to get
0: started? I say we get started by uh, by talking to my buddy John here, man. Why don't you, you know, our first episode, we talk about what got us into wrestling. What was our first memories of wrestling. Um, you know, really the bare bones stuff. So you've been a wrestling fan as long as I've known. And then for the video feed, we are going to get some of your tats. You are, uh, you're you're more involved in the wrestling than, than I think the rest of us are. Yeah, you got some poor choices in tats as well. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Man, shoot the shit with us. Talk about wrestling. Talk about what got you into pro wrestling in the first place.
2: Uh, I don't even remember getting into wrestling. It's just um, just something that's always been there. I was raised by my grandparents. My uncle and I were raised in the same house. He's only 12 years older than me. So when I'm a little kid, he's right in that prime spot of uh, you know, 13, 14, 15 of uh, love and wrestling, Hulkamania, everything. Right. Just been a thing in my house forever. Grandpa used to watch it with both of us. Hulkamania was a thing when you were little. little. When I was little. little. Yeah, and my yeah. uncle was into it. Uh, obsessed with Jimmy Superfly Snooka. That's all he loved. <laughs> uh, so, you know, beat me up like a little brother. Stuff like that. That's how you get into it. Jumping off um, shit. And then, I think me staying into it growing up, let him never get out of it. Uh, you know, stayed. we still talk all the time. And uh, just still, we'll, even though we don't see each other often, Hey, WrestleMania, right. you yeah, see Raw. You know you can pick up that conversation.
0: And we do, yeah. yeah.
2: So, we've always stayed in the loop on it. Um, and then uh, there's pictures of me and him wrestling. My grandma has uh, wrestling buddies of Hulk Hogan jumping off the couch. Awesome. Uh, all did, that did, stuff. Did, so. did, you,
0: did you have the wrestling buddies, too? Most people Macho did. Macho You had the Macho King? I think we, had, I think
2: yeah. we had Macho yeah. Man,
0: too. Macho King, and then we had Hogan, we had Warrior, Macho... I think we had like a couple of Macho Kings, like... They got one for me and Josh. Yeah. So they would be twin jobbers, you know, like you know, <laughs> the macho twins. To, <laughs> you know, I could team up with Josh every once in a while in the living room.
2: No, I lucked out, too, having someone uh, that grew up in the 80s. I, I had all the tall, the rubber. So he had Andre, all the action figures as well. So, so
0: all those the characters match. were familiar to you, even though you yeah. didn't grow up on... Andre the Giants' last match, I think, was like 90. You two, know what I mean? I, the, think uh, might have, I think I like WrestleMania 6. I don't remember who's around until that, so you were barely born. So... You know, you didn't sit there grow up on the giant matches, but that yeah. big action figure was—you knew. Who it was. I knew them all, yeah. Right, yeah. That's—I thats pretty pretty important. Like we talked about growing up. Like I was the oldest, um, and I talked about my Bible plenty of times. You know, where I had that book of just all these mm-hmm. wrestlers that were from a previous era, but like, oh, the they're pictures—they're identifiable. I know who these guys are. For you, having somebody older than you was, was like, oh, there's actually figures of guys that you don't know who they are, but they're wrestling wrestlers. And your uncle knew that they were, they were a huge. Yeah, yeah.
2: I also grew up in the time of um, family videos, so I still, I just loving wrestling. Was it a family video then, or was it like Video Safari? Video Safari. Yeah. And then it turned to family video. <laughs> video Safari. That used to be in the Giant Eagle in Louisville. Um, yeah, it was. Wow. So we. Uh, no, then it was
0: a uh, was Movie Gallery.
2: It was that too. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was real little, it was uh. Every Saturday, my grandparents would go rent a movie. Mm-hmm. And we'd watch, and I either got to rent an extra movie, and I'd get a wrestling, an old wrestling movie. So I'd get all the Royal Rumbles, all the King of the Rings, all the WrestleManias, learning all that. And I, I mean, I knew who these guys were. You know, you know who mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan is because WCW. And yeah, my, and I remember slight so, stuff from that back in my even. Early that he was childhood. Hulk Hogan. Like he he transformed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. was he was he was Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He was Hulk Hogan. So. uh... I always grew up even uh, watching the stuff before my time when I was super little, so
1: loved it. Yeah. Like, forever.
0: Didn't you hear something similar to that? Did you go to the
1: Well Cal that's probably my how I saw wrestling for the first time was going to video stores and seeing the videos and getting them and shit. So like yeah, I had similar situations. Those
0: tapes just jumped out at you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. was just the happiest sight in the world to see one of those wrestling tapes in. We used to have it was a grocery store called Berry's. Uh <laughs> That was out of the sticks where we grew up and there was like one of those like three-quarter racks you know what i mean like mm. like three-quarter shelves you'd walk in and see a shelf here shelf here shelf there mm. and they might have had four or five wrestling tapes like it was like survivor series 87 88 i think wrestlemania like four WrestleMania seven and then like a glow yeah <laughs> and like but like when i went in there like when i knew we were going in i was going to look and i would get whichever one i could that i hadn't had last and then we'd still go a blockbuster and stuff like that from time to time, pick up those old tastes. But man, is that not like just one of the happiest feelings in the world? Like going through and seeing a wrestling tape that you hadn't seen yet. Oh, yeah.
2: You know? And then, uh, yeah. And even stuff that was slightly before that, because um, I feel like out of my childhood, I got out of it, uh, mm-hmm. maybe 95-ish. I don't know. Super into Power Rangers, stuff like that. I was a little kid. Yeah, uh, but then man. getting like old King of the Rings and just seeing Mankind, I could watch all that stuff with him. And then he was still on the product. So what, I'm like caught what, up What right got in. you back in? Yeah, I'm a little younger than you guys. So when I'm a child in third, fourth, fifth grade, the attitude era, full effect. You're um, a little younger than me. You're not that st- much. St- you, Mark, Stone Cold, uh, DX.
0: Yeah, that guy's uh, right. All here. of it. All that.
2: Of it. that NWO, uh I was obsessed with Crow Sting when I was a kid, and looking back, terrible. He terrible. Cool. No, no, super cool. No, no memorable matches. Crow Sting. If you, well, I don't uh, think so. Uh, but what a character, uh, mm-hmm. especially for a child. For sure.
0: It was weird. For me, a guy that... um, I didn't watch all the Monday night stuff because as a kid you had to go to bed at 9 o'clock, right? Um, So I didn't watch all the Monday night stuff, but man, I watched every Superstars, and I Mm -hmm. watched like stupid Livewire, and I watched the Action Zone. But they would show re-clips of stuff in Raw so you know it was
2: constantly going on. I remember my uncle would record Raw for me, and I would watch it. Uh, He'd record it on a VHS tape when I was real little, probably second or third grade, and I'd watch those like days later. Uh, I also, I actually just told my girlfriend, I have a I grew up in an awesome time when you could get... Remember when you'd have uh, fuzz channels that would sometimes be... Pay- 96, you 98, pay-per-view? oh yeah, yeah we're we'll talking yeah. about that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantly li- just listening and like catching a glimpse of a wrestling pay-per-view. And porn. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yes. just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because after I my age I was more impressed with the wrestling, but... <laughs> Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Um,
0: no, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I know we we used to do that too all the time. Yeah, scramble cheese. Great. It was honestly like an audio feed. It was amazing. And, and today, like with what podcasts are, like it's not that. I mean, I still listen to, to the Indians games all the time. Audio mm. feed. I don't. I don't watch an Indians game in forever. It's well, about like a bar and it's
2: on. And back then, wrestling was so good at hooking you with storylines. So yeah. You had to know who won. If right. you want to yeah. go to school the next day, that's the you know elementary you wanted, you school I to had. To that, go to school. And
0: that's the thing about the Attitude Era as a whole, that not necessarily the matches were what people write home about. It was the storylines mm-hmm. the angles, is what actually happened and what's going to happen next. Yeah. So yeah, you couldn't see the physical action. It was must see TV. But you still knew what happened. I remember um King of the Ring 98 being on the Scramble Channel with Taker of Mankind, and like, so no, did I not I physically see. Him crash that table, no. But the yeah. fact that he did it, and there's something describing it for you, yeah. you knew what happened. Mm-hmm. It was pretty close to the real thing. Like you know, eventually, of course, you've seen it later. Now, but enough to where it hooked me. I'm like, yeah. I gotta see it. I gotta see what's gonna happen next. Now, you know?
1: nowadays, that wouldn't work though. They're so off the cuff and like they'll they'll start talking about stuff that's not even going on in the match and oh fight. that's like, true nowadays you wouldn't be you you'd know who won and you'd know who was in the match but you wouldn't really know anything. and, and you know on. what
0: Roman Reigns ate for breakfast yeah that's what they're talking about yeah know, <laughs> or they're not. Or they'd
1: be promoting something like this or like you just hear a commercial because the match is going on in the corner you know that's right? true they do the commercial <laughs> in
2: the insets Nowadays, too.
1: So it'd be very different now, Which I
2: don't hate because they take yeah. so many commercials. So you might as well give me yeah. some kind of wrestling.
1: You still get to see the match and shit, but it's I tiny in the corner. I commercials all.
2: over oh. most of the time
1: when they get involved well right now. But my Rumpy point old is, man right here. <laughs> commentary isn't what it used to be, you know? Like, you had Mauro for a minute, but they JBL kind of fucked that up, I guess. <laughs>
0: but, I mean, he's doing, but He's doing a great job on the NXT broadcast. But, yeah, yeah. but it's also... You know, that's different because the NXT broadcast doesn't have commercial interruption. It doesn't have, you know, yeah. they're really not, they're nearly not plugging what's going to happen well, later. He's, he's
2: got story to talk about and nuance to talk about that's foreshadowing and they actually mean. If you I'm watch it, some stuff, that if they you watch
0: commentary. a takeover, it's those five matches and all those five matches do have a story. So yeah. you need to focus on the story of those five matches. Did you, you did listen to our the entire podcast <laughs> of uh, episode 14? AEW one. Yeah. Yeah, AEW yeah, yeah. and NXT. Uh, I mean, let's just dive into kind of rebuttal on that. How do you feel about NXT as a whole? My position was is that I love NXT. I think I NXT it. is the perfect product, except for its purpose. They're failing miserably because I think it's a, oh. it's a terrible. It's supposed to be the farm system. Like, it's supposed to be get you seasoning, get you ready for the big time, kid. And it's like. We mentioned, I'm like, I think Johnny Gargano very might be the best wrestler in the world. And, like, unless they're going to give him 30 minutes to tell yeah. a story on Raw every week, which of course they're not, I don't see how he's going to succeed. And yeah. It's just so... It's absolutely not on Gargano, his yeah. talent.
2: But it's the way things are. I no. just, I don't see how it's going to work. Uh, look at a guy like Aleister Black, who should be... I look at someone like him, and I'm like, that guy is a ready-made star. He's got the wrestling he's talent. Talked about that he's, got the yeah. he's got the song. He's got... Like, entrance his entrance look. is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it, it, that guy's move set for his size and build is insane. Um, and then what are, they, what are they doing with him? They have him cutting promos about how no one wants to fight him. Yeah. But like after he was on TV for a couple, we of we want months. to see him actually fight. Yeah. After we already seen him with another ready-made star. Like yeah. Say what you want about Rico- Ricochet's uh, size, but dude, that guy he's got he's got some charisma that I don't think they let shine. Um, he's proven himself. I mean, that guy's had highlight clip matches for years and years with no national audience. Yeah. yeah. And then they stick them together and just nothing.
0: We, we talked about that on our show where they brought up those two, and then it was before Ciampa was out, but it was Ciampa and Gargano. And we brought that up. We are like, should we be excited these guys are coming up on the main stage? And I said, well, not the way they're doing it. No. They're just throwing it out there saying, like, look, here's all these guys and they're good. Yeah. <laughs> and they are. But yeah. like you said about Alistair Black, that guy's a star. He's a ready-made star. Oh. So if they Would were done can... these vignettes leading up to like a match, maybe after WrestleMania or something like that. Yeah, like now you're excited for it. But it doesn't make sense to do it now. We already seen it. Yeah. Yeah. What do yeah. you think?
1: No, I agree. I totally agree. I mean, I can't add anything to that that you already said.
0: I think I mean, there's a lot of mileage out of that character. But and that's it, just one example. Is it is it insulting our intelligence to basically say, eh, just reset, no. like yeah. re- reset, reset, reset."
2: It'd be it'd be great if they didn't have like takeover specials and they just had like they kept NXT as this little thing, you like a gem on the network you could just watch and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they didn't promote it as like. Look at these characters, and um, and then bring them up and change their names, and well, yeah, changing their names is a whole other story. Changing gimmicks, and uh, and then
0: sending them back. I mean, like, and then we
2: talked a little bit about that too. Like, how do you feel about the whole Tyler Breeze thing? Like, uh, he's another one. Well, I don't mind him going back, but he's another one. If you watch, that guy was so showcased on NXT years ago uh, against Neville, Sami Zayn, all that whole group. Sure, and he, I mean. I... I looked at him and it's like okay, the other guys you know they're pushing, but like you look at Tyler Breeze and you're like this guy could be the breakout star. Sure. He's got the talent. He puts matches together. He sells. He's got the move He's got charisma. Oh man! And then they did nothing. Oh, nothing actually, with him. Nothing with
1: him. I, what about his gimmick though? I
2: think I think could have worked if they they leaned. <laughs> you they don't leaned like his gimmick. Well? <laughs> They lean too much into it the so, wrong way. So serious. <laughs> he is, man. <laughs> Not like that. No, but they gave him uh, what was that? That dumbass um, like VIP section. They just leaned too much into character work the wrong way with him when he got to the main roster. Didn't showcase any talent the guy has. I don't. I don't hate
1: um, his gimmick. I just. I think they they push it too far. Like they should like put some more <laughs> realism to it. You know what I mean? Like he's he's too goofy with. It should be, but if it you wasn't can that be way that NXT, guy. it will be legitimate. NXT, he was, he he was, the, he was, was a, the real deal. He was it. a
0: great wrestler that, that like, happened to be a supermodel. Yeah, was, was kind of the gimmick there. You, do you feel like I try to look at it a different way? Like I don't feel like um, you know I'm a baseball fan. If a player comes up, he's got a lot of potential, but it's just not quite there yet, and they send him back to AAA. I don't think that necessarily means that guy is not going to be a star. And now that's why it kind of makes me wonder about NXT because I did hear that like Killian Dane. Uh, Apollo Cruz, there's a couple guys that are going back to NXT, yeah, which should definitely help the NXT product. Do you look at that? That it devalues that character, like as in a uh, you were here and you you weren't good enough, so you're going back, or do you think it just kind of helps NXT? I think it helps
2: NXT uh, because Cesaro is one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, and look at him going down NXT, and that he, he just put a spotlight out. on Sami Zayn sure. that wouldn't have been there. Sure, Um I mean that NXT was awesome anyway, but. I think you got a few, which Cesaro wasn't a big name at the time. Uh, right. But yeah, some people. Oh, let's see what is doing. He already
0: won US, the U.S. title at that yeah, point. Yeah, they didn't push
2: him very much, though.
0: No, it didn't mean much. But, but uh, I don't think it devalued Cesaro.
2: No. Well, so, they they
0: don't value Cesaro enough as it
2: is anyway. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like cutting someone completely, which still doesn't devalue you if you look at like um uh, drew mcintyre got sure. completely cut to that devalue sure. i mean he showed no, his work so. exactly so i think it depends on what they do with yeah. them i think they put tyler breeze in a spot to be showcased and uh, i think it upped his value because he wasn't showcasing well on the and that that's a great point because
0: yeah i mean if you say like oh was it a is it a, a demotion for him going down to nxt it's like well he had a 15 minute match that was really fucking good yeah, yeah. as opposed to not seeing him at all mm-hmm. on any of the other main roster products. And now
2: there's, I think it's working vice versa where now there's guy people that watch NXT that probably don't know who Tyler Breeze is because he's not on the main That's product. That's a good point. So now you've just got all those eyes that are on Velveteen Dream, which are a lot. And you a put him be. right back on Tyler Breeze. So I think it's good for him. That's a good point. We did talk about that too where... We all assume that
0: everybody who watches Raw and SmackDown watches NXT and has a network, and it's not necessarily no, the case. No. So, you know, as you mentioned, the guy coming up from NXT to the main roster, we're expecting, you know, the people are expecting, like, oh, you know who this is, these guys are good. That's not necessarily good enough. Aleister Black, debut him as a new character. Mm-hmm. Now, at the same time... You know if you want to get your buddy in NXT and he was like, Well, remember Tyler Breeze, man? Like, yeah, he's here now. Like, watch him, watch what he can do, yeah. And you can maybe get somebody hooked on to that product, now. You look at that mold, it's not a bad idea. And if as you said, too, if there's no room for him, even on a main event show,
2: you know, to watch on the network only, let him go back to NXT, let him go back there and have great matches. Let him, well, I think that's the type of thing especially for someone like Tyler Breeze. It keeps fans like us happy because we know what that guy can do. He's got it in it, So let him do it, you know, so.
0: I no, know. it's a completely fair point. Uh, have you guys watched any 205 Live?
2: No, but I just was listening to I don't want to say I was listening to a different podcast. but you can let, we, we support other podcasts <laughs> um, out here. I was listening for to sure. Sam Roberts, the one he just had with Joey Ryan on. And I don't one support of, Sam Roberts. I, I, I don't one uh, know. He just said if you're going to watch any WWE, he told everyone, uh, if you think it's too much product, you need to cut an hour from Raw or an hour from SmackDown it, and, and, and watch 205 Live y- instead because it's the best thing they're putting on.
0: I've heard that. I've heard that um, you know, Jack Gallagher and uh, uh, Chad Gable just had a I heard Chad Gable went there. down there and, yeah. Um,
2: well, I not know. Yeah,
0: yeah Chad Gable went down there and I've heard... Um, which is the
2: same thing. I think that's only going to up his value because yeah.
0: he wasn't showcasing anything as it was. Mike Kanellis, Mike Bennett, I heard he's doing great down there. Which And again, these are guys that... I Man, Chad Gable's a guy that we always saw was on the cusp anyway. He's great. He's and, got everything. And never really got a chance to shine. So why not? Let him go down there. Mm-hmm. Let him have a great match. Yeah. Buddy Murphy was the guy that I didn't know the difference between him and Blake when they're in the tag team. And all of a sudden he's on that on 201 Live. You're we like, this guy is fucking incredible. incredible.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't really so watch is... 205 Live all that much, but I've heard really good things about it. I don't know why I don't watch it.
0: I think we should all start. Well,
1: well, maybe We can make
0: a vow. We can make a vow right here in front of the one camera, the one mic, and, and Walt and God, and we'll start watching <laughs> <laughs> 205 Live. Yeah, man, yeah, we'll no, have, apparently it's so that. worth it, I guess. You can watch
1: Raw, right? I might as well.
0: Because I, I don't, I'll put on the network at night because I want to watch some wrestling and not know what I want to watch, and I'll watch a Nitro from 98. <laughs> why... That's not just, fair to the current product. It's not fair it.
2: to... You just did it, Tim? I, I, I decided to go watch the entire episode of Chris Jericho's A Thousand and Four Holds.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a classic. Uh, I, was, I was watching an old, just a random-ass Nitro. Scotty Riggs comes to the ring, and my buddy was there with me. He's like, "Can't look at Scotty Riggs without the eye patch. It's weird." And then all of a sudden, Raven jumps the rail. The rest, I'm like, "Oh shit, this is the match!" Like, it's such a weird thing. We're like, "You yeah. drop toe hold him, dropped the to hold chair, him yeah. out of the chair, and he sells the shit out of his eye, and comes back as Riggs with the eye patch." Yeah. Uh no. Now another. I kind of want to go back and see. Now he's talked me out
2: of it. I kind of <laughs> want to go watch it. I watch old well, one reason I got out of two hundred five live, I tried checking it out, and then they had uh, at the time you were getting like. Three segments of Enzo on Raw. You're getting like two of him on SmackDown, and then he's your champion on 205 Live and all over that show. And I'm like, and I was just over him. I'm like, I don't even want to watch this show. They utilized that because yeah.
0: he had real heat. Yeah, compared to a
2: lot of the other guys.
0: So you and the guy could it. talk.
2: I mean, let's we'll give him that. He
0: could talk. You're an Enzo guy.
1: I'm not an Enzo guy. I just, <laughs> I just say bada boom a lot when I do things. <laughs> bada boom, well, sky in the room. Yeah, I just I'll do something to him. It doesn't matter. Just press a button. I'll just be like, bada-boom. And then I, like, have to fight myself not to say realest guy in the room. But no, no, I'm not really a fan. I just know He did
0: bring real heat to the Cruiserweight division. It basically made Neville leave the company as a whole. I think,
2: but me tuning out, it started to be go-away heat. Oh, yeah. yeah, It just got real bad. Well, Big Cass was always go-away
1: heat. Yeah. My
2: God. Did you 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 see see
1: that shit? They did it. What was it Ring of Honor where they jumped around with the that, Briscoes? Did you see what they just did this week? No, they
2: just got beat up by John Moxley. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, legitimately. I or just read, read like it Kate today. Player. Like uh, I forget what they were. It was just an indie show. He yeah, came out and dirty needs them both.
1: Huh. Okay. All right. See, but uh, what about the the Ring of Honor thing with like Bully Ray and shit? Was that legit? I don't know. No, they just made it seem I legit. Heard. I
0: think the Briscoes were in on it but not a lot of the
2: guys were, from what I've heard. They did a good job then. Yeah, I, I think I heard, like, the New Japan guys weren't in on it, so that's why they just were like, I'm oh, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, because yeah, was the risk against New Japan. Japan. It's like Tamatanga. Like, yeah.
0: Which, don't fuck with that guy. Mm. Don't fuck with any of those <laughs> That's Ming. Yeah, you me? Yeah. It's, 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 you, kidding yeah, me? yeah. you got a quarter of the genetics in there. Like, yeah, those guys <laughs> don't like, to have throats at this point. Um, have, I don't follow the Ring of Honor product that much. Has Enzo Cast been booked?
2: No, I think they got such negative... What I've read, so I don't know how much this is true, but it's such a negative reaction from people that work in the company from bringing those in that they just decided nah. to part ways from it, yeah.
0: Wow. wow. It wouldn't have, wouldn't have generated any dollars from me. I
2: mean, I, just, I don't want to see... I've, I've, it else. got me to watch the YouTube clip. I was just about to say, and it got
1: views, it. and I think that's all. That's what matters nowadays, really.
0: I guess it didn't matter enough if they're not going to go
1: through with the angle. Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: They're try to sell that match, so I mean... You know, if they don't know there's money involved, I guess it didn't matter enough. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, well, here, how's the segue, man? Let's uh, we talked about John Moxley. Let's talk about AEW. AEW is the big to do right now in wrestling. Well, Moxley went over and won the uh, was it the North American title over in New Japan Pro Wrestling, United what? States, United States. Yeah, North American United States title. He won that from uh, from friggin' CJ Parker, which is kind of a joke that he's a champion anyway.
2: No. no, have you watched oh, him? No. He's, he's gotten so much better. Sucks.
0: He I think sucks. he looks good now too. He cut the dreads. He no, was, he looks good. He looks, he looks good. the part, but he. Uh, I think he's uh, young. He'll get there. Ugh. Well, that's uh, a subtopic. We're we're talking we're talking AEW, and we um, we actually had a little more similar viewpoints than I thought we would going into the show. But you thoroughly enjoyed the show. You feel optimistic about the company going forward
2: there are negatives but i just have a different viewpoint on the negatives all right
0: well do explain we brought you on
2: here uh first did you hear the news of AEW this week mm. their next pay-per-view uh, fighter fest is 100 percent free
1: yeah streaming yeah <laughs> on
2: twitch on uh bleacher report oh that's right oh, i didn't hear about that completely yeah, yeah. free so that's pretty that's cool. awesome yeah um, like moxie's that. first match which i think that's going to get a lot of eyes on that company. People want to see Dean Ambrose as much as... Eh, even if you liked him, you want to see him. If you hated him, if, if you, you want, to see a, him be want to see him, be better. If you want to see him, be better. If you were a casual yeah. fan, at least you know who he is. Well, you heard if you're a hardcore that. fan, you feel that he's fired up now and he's going to be yeah, a exactly. himself. Yeah exactly. yeah, exactly. So, I think that's awesome. Uh, then, okay. So, I just think you're going into it too hateful. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a new product. Um, it's, it's a semi-new product. Semi. Uh, but, I mean... Production-wise, these guys haven't done it. Uh, and we talking about They did do a all pretty that. good job, all things considered. Uh, one thing I, I do want to rebuttal to you is uh, I believe you said something along the lines of not a lot of storyline to get you hooked, not a lot going in. But, I mean, what storyline are you going to have on first show, really? Uh, it's gonna that's it's still introductory to a lot of
1: characters. That's what I was trying to say in the last it's, episode. What they yeah. had to work yeah, with yeah, they yeah. did really fucking good. I think so.
2: Uh like too well, um, so there's a lot of filler. And I mean, you, know, you set up MJF. I mean you're starting him off you got him you got him yes right no, no, known he's you, an
0: asshole. Did you give him a premiere spot with that promo with Brit Hart? You did, but did you make him look kind of stupid? Uh, for you know, with Jimmy Havoc, like in Jungle Boy, like I don't
2: know. But now he's got a reason to feud with people. Uh, I don't know. You get, you got to start somewhere. Um, I mean, the guy called out Bret Hart. What kind of? <laughs> while he's only presenting a belt and told totally me he hopes he gets beat. Yeah, out no, of pain. that's a good <laughs> spot it's, to put him in. It's, it's it's good. I think they
0: knew that he would be a heel, that they could put him in that spot. I mean, I think that tag match with Beretta and Chuck Taylor and Jack Evans and Angelica oh, that could have. I don't
2: need that. I mean, yeah, there is gonna be filler, but. Uh... But that it, it I think it feels like filler because these guys a lot of these guys are from way different promotions. And like as much as we think these guys have worked together, a lot of the guys that worked together didn't work matches together on that show.
0: Sure, so it could be at least that 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 could be a selling ticket to fans who are like, Well, you haven't seen these guys together. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean Kenny Omega and Pentagon was that on the all in show. Yeah. You know, those were two guys that were top guys from their promotions that just, just hadn't
2: crossed so, paths at that point. From that standpoint I think that's a uh, give it time storylines. you really, I think, and I'll, I'll, I'll say, yeah, they don't have storylines, but TV's coming. It's gonna come fast. Too. Well,
0: then this is one thing we brought up on the podcast. when we talk about the young bucks, okay? So here's our thing and I, and I just I thoroughly believe this. If you've never seen a young bucks match in your life and you saw that match, you'd be like, oh my God, these guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. They are amazing. They're, they're great. So they're, they're great at what they do. Now, if you had to see that every single week or even every other week on television, mm-hmm. do you think the shtick
2: could grow cold? Well, it could. Yeah. It could. Uh, I'm going to hope that these guys are smart enough to save a lot of that. for. See, I'm hoping they're giving us what we all want from WWE. Right. You showcase your smaller guys, like lower name guys on the TV show. You build storylines with the big guys. I mean, it's, it's Stone Cold. Stone Cold didn't fight every week on Raw, but he came out right. and cut a promo and right. sold the pay-per-view. Right. So I'm hoping that if those guys do that once a month once mm. every other month it, it still means something you know what I mean so that makes sense. I think we'll see where that goes uh, I don't think we'll be seeing that every week from those guys yeah
1: I think I think especially AEW, with the company aew in general and the young bucks and everybody there are kind of just gonna adapt over time like mm. they're gonna have their own history as long as they may last I hope they last a long time but uh, just like WWF did, or to WWE up to this point, like, they're gonna change with their times, they're gonna learn from mistakes and shit, like, I think like, Kenny Omega, I I saw in one of the the videos they do online or whatever, talked about how he's never done live, he doesn't really do live weekly shows, he's Mm. never done that before, so he's gonna have to learn how to do that and I think it's gonna be the same case with the Young Bucks, they really didn't, I mean they're gonna have to learn how to market themselves to a TV, a mainstream then, TV. Right.
0: Audience. They're gonna have to learn how to to sell themselves to a pay-per-view audience, to a match that you have to see them every a uh, month, every yeah, other yeah. month, as opposed to every week on TV. They could probably they could have a five-minute match where they just get all their shit in, or have a ten-minute match where they just maybe sell most of the time and then get a little bit of their stuff mm-hmm. in bill to a big match to yeah. where they do a, a bucks match yeah, exactly. which is what we saw at the Double or Nothing which, video, which was a good match I mean there's there's absolutely nothing at all to say that it was anything poor about that match except for you didn't like I mentioned on our, our pod last month uh, you didn't really care who won or lost that was one thing that was kind of like, I'm watching them versus the Lucha Brothers and I'm like I want to see what they do next because the stuff they're doing is incredible yeah. But do I care who wins or loses? Do I have sympathy? Do I feel anything about any of
2: these guys? No. Because they're just guys doing moves, really. But if you were putting on your first show, um, and you know, which they know, they had a lot of like casual fans, a lot of people on the fence getting back mm. into wrestling, getting off of WWE, I mean, I, I can't fault them for going forward. I want to see more. more of this. I want to see more of these guys. I, yeah, Especially if you're saying you're delivering an alternative in I think you, you're going to step with your best best foot forward and just like let's put it all all in there. How do you feel about
0: that statement? Do you feel that they delivered an alternative <sighs> decently as much as they could for okay. our first show?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: <laughs> with the roster they have and everything, with all the pieces that they had, they they put the puzzle together pretty well.
2: And TV wise, uh, I don't know if you heard Jericho and Gold Dust's uh, podcast. I didn't, them I didn't hear um, the one with Dustin. It was great. I didn't even know that was there. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. Sweet. It's, I'm I think those guys, and they they fully accept without like anyone else even being on the podcast, that it's their role to teach those guys TV. So I think I think they're smart in yeah. setting people up. Like they just hired Dean Malenko, mm-hmm. who's worked nice. as an agent for mm-hmm. WWE forever. Who's a very one time. of the best technical wrestlers in the world ever. I mean, the guy was amazing. Uh, Billy Gunn's there. That guy that guy knows TV. Mm-hmm. He's been around the business for, it. Mm-hmm. for sure. So I mean, they got they're putting the right people in place. I would agree with that. Absolutely. And you're right. I think besides Jericho,
0: Dustin, and Cody, there's nobody there that really understands mm-hmm. what weekly television, live television. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be live or post-produced. I'm not sure. I think it's live. Well, then even more so. Yeah. What t- producing weekly television's like, where you got to be, what you got to do. That's a lot of Blind Man the Blind without those guys. Mm-hmm. So that's great that they have them there. They yeah. Have, have a shot at it. Um. Do you feel that, that is detrimental to the company, though, that the show was built on 66%, call it two-thirds percent, of not necessarily washouts, because Jericho's not a washout. and Cody left on his own accord, but that they're building their show on previous names, guys they named their names elsewhere, because it was Cody and Dustin and
2: Jericho and Omega that I don't really, think so, because, like, uh, like the D Malenko-Billy Gunn thing, these aren't guys you're showcasing on your TV. This is, like... Yeah, this is info and Jr. They've got Jr. There. Who wouldn't want? I mean, that guy might be old. Yeah. But I mean, you've got all this this young talent giving you info. Why not take the old guy's advice on some stuff? You know. Like, oh, very very, true. very they, true. They've got some good guys, and they're not they're not showcasing them the way WCW's like. Oh, we're gonna bring out Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Big Bubba. You know, like they put them above everyone else. They're uh, they're using them as you know agents. When you do, when you look back at that, when you look back at like '96
0: WCW. 97 WCW, when you got your Ben Wiles and Booker T's and Saturn and guys like that where you're just like, these guys are incredible. Uh, yeah. And yet, you're right, Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus, you know, Big Bubba or versus Earthquake or versus Mega Barbarian, like, is higher on the card yeah. and more prominent than that. And you're just like, boy, you missed the boat. Yeah. You really missed the boat. Which is why, like, you know, a guy, granted, he was only in the Battle Royal, but who gives a fuck if Ty Dillinger is signed someone? Yeah, Spears yeah, yeah. time. I mean, you know what I mean. There and they do. They put out a little press release saying like, "Oh, well, I'll sign him." At the same time, you can't sign all big names. So like, you're gonna no, need some mid-card guys. Right. To get and, some guys and, in there. and so if you utilize him to get an MJF over or something yeah. like that, okay, I get it. I guess you know, but I, I, I think. But I think it's a slippery slope. I think they need to be careful of going.
2: Ah, look who we well, got! We got this guy! It, they,
0: and it's they, like, well, that guy's not a big deal. From,
2: from what I read is, uh, I think him and Cody are legit, like, super good Really, different. really close friends, and right? And they did come out and say, like, oh, hey, we don't want just any WWE cast-off. Like, right. So I think they are going to be pretty selective. Which uh, is wise, so... I remember when Damian Sandow showed up in
0: TNA, and I'm just like, I don't give a shit. And they did huh? nothing with him. Oh, my goodness, don't <laughs> give a shit. I mean, like, this guy, you know, he looked the part of thought He looks like a superstar, Boy, the only thing he ever did that really got over was just imitating the Miz, mm-hmm. and it's like you—the you, guy's not.
2: A I star. mean, I like the intellectual savior of the masses. It he, he did it he, he did good for it. Well, wait,
0: so you—I I think you disagreed with the, my assessment. Mark kind of agreed, but I think he thought it went a little too far. Where I compared Cody Rose to Jeff oh, Jarrett. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the, okay. So
1: I, I, I'm gonna break this down. <laughs> I, in. I, I can see the comparison, but I, I don't. He, when I, I hit him with that, Cody. he was he
0: gave that no, like no, no, no. no, and then I was explaining why, and it gave him like a okay, I see
2: where you're coming I, from. Yeah. I came up with an entire metaphor for this. Okay, uh,
0: okay, an analogy.
2: So, okay, you said Cody's. I, we're gonna leave Jeff Jarrett out of this because that guy piggybacked his dad. He, he sucked. He was awful. So wrestler. Cody Rhodes Tried again. to model That's okay. model his entire. Well, his dad didn't own companies and just showcase him. And, yes, he did. Well, no, 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 and he didn't model his whole career after just ripping off Ric Flair and all this stuff. It's awful. Hey, Jeff Jarrett. But uh, <laughs> so Cody Rhodes, let me break this down. If you you still work in a factory, I do. Okay, if you're working at a plant. And you're a metal fabrication guy. You're running a CNC press. Yeah, you're running CNC press. Yeah, I broke this down to Jared terms. You're running a CNC press, and you're you're doing it. You're doing it every day. You're the best guy on the floor, but no one ever promotes you. You constantly are doing better. You're doing better. Some guy walks in. And in this case, it's like a, a Roman Reigns type walks okay. in, and he just gets pushed to the top. Okay. Same thing happens on your floor. Some guy comes in. Oh, he, he knows somebody. Oh, he's got like, maybe he's got a degree. That guy becomes your boss. He's running the floor, getting showcased, getting showcased to the bosses. You're still struggling, struggling. Doing your job day in, day out, working your butt off. You know, you're like, you know what? I'm never going to make in this company. You leave, you go work around a couple companies as Cody did. And one day you're like, you know what? I've been doing this. I kind of been working on this own thing though. And I think I got my own product. I can do this fabrication myself. I can make this product. You find an investor. And he did that with Tony Khan. Now, just because you never made it to management in this factory, does that mean you can't be a top guy in your own company? Because Like, people are going to say, you can't run your own company. All you ever did was... You just ran presses. You never made it anywhere. Does it mean that you can't? No. Does it mean that you
0: should? Also, know? Okay. Because because Cody Rhodes was never the best guy on the floor. But is that because he wasn't showcased? No, it's because he wasn't the best guy on the
2: floor. Because he's a mediocre talent in every which way. The guy's done some pretty good stuff outside of WWE. His uh, Wrestle Kingdom match with uh, Abouji. Was... Yeah, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Was pretty good. Okay. It's still good. good. I just think you saying that him going to start his own company uh, is unfair saying he can't be no, a top like, guy because he never a, No, it's
0: a decent cook with an incredible cut of meat
2: and throws it on the grill and goes, check out my steak. But just you yeah, did,
0: man, it's pretty fucking
2: good, but anybody could have done that. Just because you didn't make it in one company because they didn't want you to make it doesn't mean you can't go and make it yourself. So I, I, I don't think it's... way in. Way
1: in before uh, I get mad. <laughs> you you said something that struck me as a a little a little weird. You you said, um, actually I can't remember now exactly what you said, <laughs> but you said maybe you can do that. You can strike out and mm-hmm. be like, I can be a top guy. Does that mean that you should? No. Well who who are you to say if he should or not? Like who is, who is anybody to ever be that if they don't fucking do it? You're,
2: You're right. And I'm not saying he should. I'm just saying just because you ran this press forever and not, never
1: got promoted doesn't mean you can't be better
2: than that. Just because someone else in a company didn't see you as
1: better doesn't mean you don't have the chance to be exactly. a top guy. And it, who's not to say that he isn't going to show say us that either. he is a top guy in the future. I mean, he's still young. He's like my age. That guy's got Charisma.
0: I'm saying is is though the difference between actually having a physical skill, which nobody's gonna sit there and try to say that Cody's the best in ring worker there ever was or anything like that. Nobody's gonna say that. He's good I mean, He's good handle. No, he's, 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 good, capable. Hand, he's good, good, he's capable. But my, my perspective is I do you're right, you know, me maybe as your boss, which I'm not I'm a fan. Well me as the consumer says I don't believe that you make the best product. So you telling me that you do isn't good enough. I need more I need more for you to show me. And now now granted, I think him and Dustin had the best match on the card. But I still feel that was just mid-carters having a match that they thought was a main event match because they created their own company, which was Jeff Jarrett in a fucking nutshell. Mm-hmm. I mean that's my yeah, comparison. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett was nothing wrong with him as a mid-carter, he did his mid-card shtick and, and it's fine. And then all of a sudden, no man, motherfucker, I'm a top guy. Look think, at me. I think Jared. I don't think you are. Think that's 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 Jared, my comparison. Jared,
1: I'd have a different argument. Like I wouldn't say what I just said about Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett had a much, lo- he's much older, had a much longer career, and he point.
2: proved himself not being a top guy. Exactly. Like he actually proved it when he went to WCW with Russo to be the savior, and that company did no. Even that
0: would have <coughs> tanked with the with. Brutus Russo, San Martino Russo and,
2: tanked it anyway, but yeah, Jarrett was. I mean, he had a chance, and it it was bad. I'm Cody sure. hasn't blown being a top guy yet. I'm just saying, give the guy a chance. I'm Cody. not saying he will be a top guy. Okay, I'm just saying he's, I he's getting his that, chance going, to Going
0: back it. to where you say you're the you're the best brake operator out there. I don't think Cody was. I don't now. It'd be different. If, but in his
2: mind, he he thinks he's getting passed if up. Cody
0: and never had got a fair treated shape. the same way. If if an AJ Styles or Seth Rollins or somebody of that ability was, did they have the exact same run that Cody did? I would be like, like this is my perspective. I would say, no, no, no. This guy, I'm glad. This guy needs to be featured. This guy needs to be prominent. That's why I'm a, I'm a huge Drew McIntyre guy. Huge he went guy. out he went out there and did his own thing. Now today, and he's not getting featured that great. So if right now Drew McIntyre went out there and did this, I'd be like, no, you got me sold. This guy, that's a fucking star. That's a guy that I need to see. This is a guy that I believe in. Cody is a little forced for me. Cody feels like. Like, does he do a good job of being a heel? He does. Does he do a good job? He, but he feels like a comic book villain, which is, A, kind of a good thing, but B, meh, shit, yeah,
2: yeah, it's a little hokey. Like, I don't know. That's I, my perspective on it. I just think you can't hold because another company never showcased him and let him be better. You can't hold that against I him. I
0: think they did showcase him. I think uh, they did.
2: I think I, he was in a, from what I've heard, you heard that Moxley interview, didn't you? Yeah. I think it's a lot like that, like yeah, they showcased him, but it's like, you're giving me shit, I can't make, I can't make salads. As soon as he got a little free with, with
0: his own stuff, they shut it down. That's a possibility. I mean, also
1: look at the era they were showcasing him into. Like, I wasn't watching oh, that man, time. Was a lot right. of people weren't watching at that time. Like, it's hard to get somebody over when nobody that when everybody that's watching are huge fucking fans that, have been watching, that are kind of disappointed in the product. Right. Uh, not only that, but where does the fact that his father was Dusty Rhodes Factor in the fact that he's one of the great, known, it's talked about as being one of the greatest bookers of all time. Like I think he does have the chops and the the lineage to run a company pretty well. It's a fair statement.
0: I will I will absolutely give this to Cody. He absolutely put his all on everything that gave him. Oh yeah. You know he didn't have when they, they said just have a mustache. He tried to get that shit owed. You know, the dashing Cody Rhodes was probably the best stuff I think he ever did, to be honest with you. And I,
2: I think they made him too much of a, a character to showcase yeah. wrestling, too. So I don't think he ever really got to showcase wrestling in I, I, I disagree. I think he did. I mean, I as much he as you so can for being Stardust. And I mean, and
0: well, the Stardust era is a different thing. Nobody could have gotten Stardust. And, the shit. and <laughs>
2: think about how and young he tried. was during the mustache era. Yeah, and all oh, that yeah stuff. he was still in his mid-20s, yeah. He had no... He had no run in developmental. I mean, that guy no, went straight. Into they brought wrestling. him straight up. Uh, he did. He tried his best. He did. He put
0: everything into all of his characters. I would disagree with you. I think he did get a fair chance. Fair chance to showcase his wrestling ability, and I think it showed that it was good, not great. I think,
2: I which think, is fine. I think <laughs> you're just not giving him a fair shake. So what this boils down to is what my argument is. I think just give it time. Uh, I think you also miss how much of the the match wasn't the best between gold dust and well, cody and dustin i think if you take into account i don't think you're understanding the story as much and i understand the story I, and I don't You have to give them they have people in the crowd in tears that speaks volumes because they of were getting, drunk deep, in vegas <laughs> i don't care that that speaks volumes of getting a crowd over in uh into the story That's in the true. i mean that People people were legit invested and want to see them tag now against the Bucks. I absolutely understood the story. My stance
0: is that I don't think they were strong enough characters to make me care about the story the way they wanted me to care about it. I don't think they were... I don't ever... I've never in my life... ever I I think Cody were top guys, so they have a main event style match. You know, it wasn't a Shawn Michaels super kicking Ric Flair, I'm sorry I love you moment, okay? It wasn't, because they didn't... They're not Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair, that's an unfair comparison.
2: Nobody is. But I think without TV and without having, th- they've never had a chance because Dustin was still in WWE. Without having the chance to continue your story. I mean, I think they did pretty well for, uh, I mean, building up just a couple promos on YouTube. I Well, okay, I'll give you that. I also I think the match is being terribly
0: overrated because technically it wasn't a very good match at all. For being honest, there was a lot of missed stuff. Now, I story... I'd give it a four. I don't think it's a five. I'm giving it a three, and I think it would be less than that if it wasn't for the crazy amount of blood.
1: I was about to say if it wasn't for the blood, I don't. I uh, uh, I think the blood made it. A, but it had the blood. Four. It did so have I the
0: think... blood. And the blood is important to the match. It, I'm not saying that we
2: should have factored it in, but.
1: But I, I think I think the match would have been much better too if it didn't go on as long as it did. And,
2: and we gotta think. There's a guy in there that's. In his 50s. He's 50. I mean...
1: I'm but not denying the performance of is. Dustin. And the I think, think that's one of the best matches he's
2: ever had. What's what's he done? It might be the <laughs> best match he's ever mean, had. It might no, be the best man. match he's and and ever that, had. And I think that factors into the story, too. You've got a guy that's, like, never... Another guy, Goldust, yeah, featured, never had a chance to prove no any wrestling ability. I would have
0: loved to have seen a goldust Shawn feud in 96.
2: Like, I thought that, that would be incredible mm-hmm. how good Dustin was moving back then, too. I think Goldust and put him with someone against Bret Hart, who we talk about, the mm-hmm. bitter old man Bret Hart, you have this androgynous character, that would have been amazing. I don't know what androgynous means! <laughs> we're not getting into Bret now. On, Brett. I, I know. Alright, well, John, you you go,
0: we're working backwards on it, but you go ahead and defend that opening battle role with me, then.
2: Uh, hey, yeah, you gotta have something <laughs> for everyone. Hey, I, I did actually watch that. Did does... Some of the goofiest shit no, that'll never get over. So, I mean, there's a fan. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a fan, uh, there's a fan you know of every type. the WWE's balls as I talk about this either. I, I'm just saying, uh, you gotta have something for everyone. And uh, that battle robe, yeah, it's not gonna be much. It, it served its purpose of they gotta get Hangman Page out there, a I means mm-hmm. to an end. For, so, I think it's great to make the match mean something. You have your first. Um, number one contender to actually wins something. I'm, it, well, I'm, great. Well, I'm with him in Page being positioned in the top position too. I oh, think it's really good. So it's hard to, for any wrestler to showcase much in a battle royal. You know that. Well, um, well as a company, you can showcase something, and hey, the I, most ugh. the most you can showcase is if you have a powerhouse and he's just cleaning house. That's, sure, that's what battle royals are meant for. Sure. And then also, I mean, there's so many no names in there. It's a lot yeah. of no names. Well, it's introductory we, again. It's like, how do we showcase a lot of our guys? We'll just put them out there, get them a little familiar. I, those guys didn't have much to work with. Fair. So. You did finally see it, Mark? Come no, I, I went ahead and
1: watched it like two days after the last podcast because we talked. You talked about it so much, mm-hmm. and it was goofy as hell. Yeah, it was uh, very gimmicky. Like you mentioned, the guy with yellow face paint—he looked. He did look awful. He looked awful. All yeah. kinds of botches, but I, I mean, I saw it for what it was, and I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't great, but looking it at it not, for what it was, <laughs> I was entertained, you know, I was, I know, at the least. Like, I thought the, the I weird, the weird little guy, I can't remember his name, popped in there out of nowhere, did the, the, the floss trial? dance or whatever, the Fortnite dance, no, like, little guy with longer curly hair, little, tiniest dude in oh, there. Oh, Marco Stone? Maybe, I don't know, Yeah. but uh, that guy, I thought it was a little kid in there, I felt worried for him. <laughs>
2: Um, uh, you know the guy with no legs. If MJF makes it, yeah, stand
1: the man, no legs thing. M- um, MJF probably I, the best part about it. I think so. I
2: think one part of what sucked about the show too is I got so excited uh, for Puck and Hangman. That was a really good oh, match. I got that, taken. I mean that that was the main event. That was their showcase match. So you got to think about a show running without. You, you okay. gotta you gotta uh-huh. throw yeah, then you gotta match. throw Cody and Dustin up into more main events. True. Event. I True. mean True. that match should have been.
0: And that's the thing, I think, I really think that, that show's going to be ultimately forgettable, except for those last three matches, uh, and honestly, I would say the Bucks match is forgettable because it's just another Bucks match. Did, did you hear the um, the
2: Pac rumor? I did not. Uh, so it's going to be the Elite, Bucks and Kenny, versus the Lucha Brothers and a mystery opponent? Rumored uh, to be Pac, which would be mm-hmm. an insane match. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's just gonna be nuts. There's not gonna be a lot of selling. It's gonna be no. just kicking each other's heads off, and it's, Where, I think it'll, it'll be awesome. At what? Is, was, is that oh, an all-out maybe? The, I don't know. No, because all-outs Moxley versus. Um, and Fighter Fest is gonna be the Bucks versus Cody and Dustin. So. Yeah. So I don't know when that is. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Well, that, that was that no, was no, really no. Gonna...
2: Bucks and Cody and Dustin's all-out. So maybe it is Fighter Fest. And then Moxley, no, because Moxley versus Kenny's uh,
1: all-out. Yeah, so maybe it's Fighter Fest. I, don't know, I guess we'll find out. Yeah,
0: that was that was a really good match that got taken away, and and, that, and I think that you want to showcase that could have been a match that showcased both a I, guy that you already know and B that you probably don't. And that's gonna pull in like
2: the NXT crowd that's checking out um, Neville would pop back again. Well, if they're just checking out all out or uh, all elite, I mean, Hangman yeah. is amazing. Oh, okay, amazing, and yeah, that, that would a in. star in the
0: in the rise. I think I a, that would have been an
2: NXT quality match. I mean. Hands down, it would have been amazing. Which and that's the thing too is that you
0: know all week I always just oh my god this is the future and oh my god oh my god oh my god and then one week later NXT. was NXT Takeover where I was like that's a perfect fucking show it's amazing like, that was a perfect oh, fucking show like I was and I, they do it every time they do it they they do they hit home runs every time <laughs> every time and and it's it's amazing what they do I mean Roderick Strong and Matt Riddle and I said I'm like I know I sound like I'm trolling but I'm like well that was better than anything AEW did last week I don't care what anybody wants to tell me otherwise i think that was a better match the first match with nsd was better than anything AEW did now listen here's the thing this is in fairness AEW is presenting itself the first time they're giving me cody versus dustin was probably the best match on that show i think most people can agree I, I came in with a pre-interpretation of like i know these guys these are what these guys are to me roderick strong huge roderick strong fan he's been around for 15 years do mm. ring of honor he's incredible I still think he should be a bigger star than what he is. Mm-hmm. Matt Riddle, I'm still kind of in between on. I'm not sure how big of a star he can or can't be. So like, I'm watching this for, in that sort of perspective and going, holy fuck, Matt Riddle's incredible. He's taking like a fish to water. Yeah. It's like watching Kurt Angle again. And that yeah. match was incredible where I'm like, now I'm more hooked on that because of what might happen, mm-hmm. what might come out of it than Cody and Dustin because it is what it is to me. I know, maybe that makes some sense. Mm.
1: Yeah. Does that make any sense at all? No, it makes perfect sense. I, th- I think looking at it from an outside perspective, like just the fact that we're able to sit here and talk about it all like this says a lot of good fucking things about things to come. The fact that we can sit here and debate about it, and just the fact that we can do this and talk about it like this means good things, I think. You see what, you see what I mean? You wanna go with that?
0: I just wish that all of that would translate over to what's on actual TV but to Raw and
1: oh. you... But I think, like, again, there's been one show from AEW. We we don't know what they have up there or what they could do in the future. They so had like, a I bozo think... with his hand
0: in his
2: pockets kicking Tommy Dreamer.
1: And, and I do believe that those guys <laughs> You're right. will... You're right
2: that. I got, that. got nothing good to say about that. <laughs> when it comes to TV time, I have nothing but confidence in storytelling from those guys because I've been watching Being Elite for a year and a half, two years, mm-hmm. and then I back cataloged a ton of it and... I, just evidence is the all-in pay-per-view, completely sold on just storyline from a like 15 minutes a week, 20 minutes a week, and it was amazing. Uh, those guys can tell stories. It and got it,
0: uh, sold on what wrestling is today. It got sold on it being an internet thing. It got sold on it. Fans wanted to be a part of it. Fans wanted, to, you know, from all around the country mm-hmm. saying, "I want to have a ticket for this." But I you can also
2: have... be invested in the stories, though. Uh, like, I mean, as ridiculous as the stories were, uh, Hangman Page would murdering Joey Ryan George was an amazing story that paid off. It, it, it paid off the way it should because Joey I, Ryan's... I would think a
0: it's movie. at least 75% more of my thing where the fans want to be a part of it. They bought the t-shirts. They want to be the ones that have the ticket to the first show. They want, they want to be the ones that got this one off the ground because... Nobody else was. It was all big, big businesses. But I don't, right? think,
2: I don't think that excitement would be there if WWE wasn't blowing it so hard with Raw and SmackDown. Oh, I agree they're with that. They're pushing their audience there. I can agree I with that. I mean, them. they push their audience to NXT, which they're, is their They're umbrella.
0: pushing their talent there. Yeah. is what's happening right now, too. Um, which, listen, by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with the mentality of, you know, the companies that we knew, WCW and WF, they were always they were already around. They were built by big businessmen and big money contracts and everything like that as opposed to... These are wrestlers. These are guys that sold a bunch of T-shirts and thought, "Hey, we can run a show." Mm-hmm. That's what Cody and the Bucks and Omega are. They're guys that just, you know, put it together. But there's because some, they there's some they legitimacy
2: could. there too. I mean, in the ring, legitimacy. Well,
0: yeah, but but I don't think that's going to be even the selling point because there's legitimate great wrestlers all over the Indies, everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's great ones in New. But Japan. these guys,
2: they just they just know how to market it. They know how to. They're they're businessmen. I agree with you there, and I,
0: when we talk about Cody versus Jeff Jarrett business-wise, yeah.
2: I didn't have an argument on that. Yeah. Uh, Cody, uh, I think Cody can be great. I don't think he's a great wrestler now. Maybe he will be, but I will tell you, you can see people wearing Cody shirts all over the place. Uh, I always do. That, that guy... He knows how to market. They
0: you know? must come with a kiss on his on the cheek from his wife or something.
1: That's that's why they sold. Shit, if they did, I'd buy one. <laughs> about you? Let me buy five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, we're in a different age. Like, if this is what everybody thinks it's going to be, and it's like a new Monday Night War or whatever the hell it is. I guess Tuesday because they have a show on Tuesday. But, I think it'll be great. But uh, I I think in this day and age, it's going to be very different. Like, do you think? They're they're not hearing all this stuff people are saying about the battle royal and all this stuff. You think they're not getting online so. and seeing all that? You think they're not I, gonna, they're I not gonna so. take that to heart? And it's
0: not necessarily just because a fan says I don't like it. I would you know take it from you know, and Jim Cornette's a really controversial guy because he hates everything yeah. like. But there is a really good point of it. I remember him saying about the guy with no legs. He said, "Listen." just because you got a guy with no legs and he absolutely loves the Dallas Cowboys doesn't mean you'd put him out there (laughs) on the field. And I'm like, there's not really an argument against that. Like, that's completely, completely fair. Like, I I can get that. Um, I do, I do, I hope they listen to some criticisms because it seems like the WF doesn't.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: so listen to the criticisms, try to take it in. I I mentioned about the announce team. Excalibur is actually a pretty good announcer. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have an announcer with a fucking hood on as your commentator, because, I said, that's, that felt like a Saturday Night Live skit. I, it did. really did. Yeah, it, you, a you, got man, it. you got the straight <laughs> man, you <laughs> got the and then a guy a in a fucking in mask. And you had a deer in the headlight straight guy. <laughs> and the thing of it is, is that Ross wasn't terrible and Excalibur was really good, but the uh, Marvis is pretty shitty. Um, but then, I mean, that, look like, that looked like a caricature of pro wrestling to me. If you throw those three guys on there, about to call wrestling. I think I'm about to watch a comedy wrestling skin.
1: And it's a cartoon. It's,
2: it's That's not a what you yeah. the Hill version of WWF. Um, bring up uh, the commentary. <laughs> uh, one thing, the biggest thing I took away from uh, Double or Nothing is they did a great thing WWE does, and uh, WWE can have a shitty show, but they can leave you sometimes with a moment that just eclipses everything, and when that john Mo- when john moxley comes down mm-hmm. and you hear jr calling it like mm-hmm. that is like a 90s wrestling fan's dream is sure. to have one of those moments again with jr and chris jericho sold that like the guy's amazing the guy the, the guys just it's fucking chris jericho and how fucking and, good uh, did that
1: that was amazing did that bump from chris or uh, Kenny, Kenny omega, omega onto the it, it wasn't it didn't, it looked legit it looked like he broke the floor yeah like that looked great
2: it was awesome um Moxley said in, what, what interview did I hear? Or read? I don't know, but he said he didn't know when they were going off camera, and he didn't care, he said they are probably mad, but he just stayed up there on the, on the thing. And then he decided, and I think cameras were off by the time, he did a full lap around with the fans, because it was his victory lap. He said he was just so happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would have done
0: it. It's a genuine thing. Yeah,
2: awesome. He, uh, he just said this week he feels like he's 18 again. And
0: fans can tell when wrestling is genuine. Oh, they can tell wow. when a wrestler is feeling it. Having a good time, or you know, when you're kind of get some mo- going, with, you know, with the motions. Where you know, I just wrestled uh, on Friday night at a Minerva Homecoming. It's an outdoor show. It was basically an exhibition for the wrestling company. Like, here's a few matches. Here's our guys. Come check us out and, uh, next week. Where you have to pay for mm. it. And I think the fans know, because I know, you know, it's a free show. The fans are all casual, very casual fans, so they're not into it the way that you are. To where the wrestlers, were not going to probably. Give the same effort, and, they're, 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 and that sounds terrible. We're not gonna work as hard. You're not as into it. Mm-hmm. You're not as into it as opposed, you know, the fans that have paid there and can't wait to see the match between these two guys. Can't wait to see these guys kill each other. No, they're here because it's a spectacle, affair. Well, and fans you know? don't
2: fans don't show up as excited because they didn't pay. They're like, yeah, oh hey, I'll, I'll check this out." They didn't pay.
0: Yeah. Hey, well, you went to that show in Barberton
2: that we were talking about earlier,
0: where I, I remember I was a couple times, and they did it as a free show. They just wanted to do it as a tribute to their fault to their younger brother who had passed but did we pack the place? Absolutely. Was it about the most quiet 300 people I've ever wrestled in front of? Kind of. Because, again, it's just like, we're going to go here because they want us to, and it's free. Mm -hmm. 300 people packed crowd, and they're just not not really into, not only you, but not only into anything. Kind of strange. But that goes back to, you know, again, the fans seeing a guy that everybody knows, they all know Dean Ambrose, but seeing him as Jon Moxley, seeing him as just, just a different look in his eye, being fired up for what he was doing.
2: Yeah, no, that's exciting. Did you see how good he looked in that New Japan match? Like, like with just Juice Robinson, like, just body I saw the wise.
0: Well, he looked, he looked good body wise coming uh, back to the feather, Just right?
2: wearing tights and just like no, he just looked like a wrestler. Like he looked like he always
0: wore tights before he actually started doing the amateur But shoot, he was real yeah. skinny back then
1: too. Yeah, he was. Uh, he just
0: he looks good. I think it looks good. I think yeah, he looks fired up.
1: I didn't see that match, but I didn't see the whole match. He does seem finish. fired up for sure.
0: So, man, uh, what else you want to get off of your mind here? you want to talk any current
2: product? What is, well, is there... we talked about how AEW was okay. Uh, to, it, it, it was good. I think it was good for the first show. I'm going to go back to NXT, oh, okay. I'll agree with you. NXT was awesome. Yeah. Super showdown.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Ooh, um, yeah. I didn't... I uh, was at work while I was
0: on and I kind of read what happened, so I picked up after Andrade and Balor, which I heard was the Mm -hmm. best match. Mm -hmm.
2: So I picked up after that, so I saw most of it. (coughs) There's no reason those guys should have a bad match, though. We wouldn't
0: expect that. No. Now, listen, there's also 91 degree heat or whatever it is. I think think they said
2: that the ring never got below 100. That's crazy. Insane. Damn. Um, Goldberg, Undertaker... Oh I don't God. think it
0: was as bad as people give a shit for. The last minute was in, uh, was atrocious. I was
2: worried the Undertaker was gonna break his neck on that jackhammer. I, I solely wa- I saw that gif and I was like, well, I gotta see this match now. All those factors to fifty plus year old men in hundred degree heat. with yeah.
0: Goldberg like have a concussion.
2: They're lucky. Rough. The, yeah, I'm honest. I would keep Goldberg out for a while.
1: And the, uh, I, I don't know whether or not Goldberg knocking himself out and all that happening made the match better or not. It made I, it better with the blood for the time being, I thought.
2: I, I think it gives you more to talk about because that match would have been a nothing match.
1: Do you, do you think the match would have been as entertaining if that didn't no. happen and they just did the match they did?
2: No. The crowd was into it, though.
1: I'm going to uh, yeah. say it I mean, was the first It was, was real. Is,
0: is that
2: because that's a match that's awesome or because these people have a chance to see... Something. A show and nothing ever comes over to our that's, country. That's why they put it on there. They didn't and put it on there. It was going to be a that's match. That's why the crowds fire. The, think, that's yeah. why
1: they wanted to see the match, but I, I think what they got, almost as fucked up as it was, ended up being even more entertaining than they probably would have got if it <laughs> didn't happen. It was entertaining in a way. So I, not I necessarily entertaining, but exciting and like you're, you're like, holy I shit, think you're watching.
0: I think everything leading up to the botched jackhammer was actually okay in that
2: match. It was... It was It was simple
1: enough. It was them going through the motions.
0: Sure. But it was simple and I got the crowd's reaction. So I didn't have any problem with it until the finish, which was absolutely Mm -hmm. much atrocious. I I had a very
1: different experience watching that match than you did, I guess. From the moment he cracked his head open and I I knew that he was fucking concussed. It was a completely different experience. I was just watching to see how this was going to end. Oh, it's a car
2: wreck at that point. Yeah, like,
1: I... I, it wasn't a match to me. Well, ticker, it was how Rose the fuck are they gonna get, pull this? Yeah, off?
0: get through this. Tickers aren't some great working punches, so like I thought they built a story around that that wasn't that bad until the very very bad ending. I'm not saying that was. <laughs> I don't think it was as a, I think I don't think it was as bad as Goldberg and Lesnar from Media
2: 20. Do you think it's? You've got the show that you've already got millions and millions soul, of yeah. dollars for. Yeah, this crowd's already going to be there. Do you think it's dumb to put Goldberg versus Undertaker? Because I do. I. I don't know why, if you have Goldberg losing, why would you not put him against Drew McIntyre?
0: Because it's the it's Saudi fans, the Saudi government that are involved in it. They wouldn't see that match.
2: I, I think it clogs up, and I think that's part of why Raw sucks every couple Which is months. kind of
0: crazy, considering how huge those names were mm-hmm. 20 years ago, 21, 22 years ago. It's like Goldberg versus Undertaker was a, a monster yeah. name value and match, and these guys had to pay... You know hand over fist to get a match that sucked I, I
1: get why they they made it Goldberg was done I understand why they would want to see it because they've probably never seen it before a lot well. but I think it was dumb for Goldberg to do it
0: for me, he I got think, paid, man. I
1: know he got paid, but like, if this is the last match he ever wrestled, the last match he had was a great fucking way to go out, and he just ruined it.
0: Well, Shawn Michaels completely ruined his too. Oh, man. Man. How much does money talk? Well, he took literally over a million dollars, which I'm sure they I think, both got. I think
2: people respected Shawn's retirement;
0: he stayed gone. Yeah, and he only tried to salvage it by saying it was against the Undertaker anyway.
1: But but Shawn Michaels and Goldberg are two di- very different people. You're right. Very different careers. You're Goldberg. Right, yeah was like, oh cool, Goldberg ended on a really fucking good note. A, that awesome. match with Leicester was Shawn pretty damn good actually. Many other great matches. Goldberg yeah. may have had a good match or two, but like he was no Sean he never had any Shawn Michaels type matches. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can't disagree with you there. How what else did you think about the super showdown? Hunter and oh. Norton wasn't bad, went a little too long. Yeah, that care. that battle royal, you know, where they had the native Saudi Arabian guy win it. Seemed a little predictable, but I'll tell you what, did it, did it give me a little bit of goosebumps in the Miz promo after the match? It did. I he thought he cut a better promo. Great promo.
2: Bet it wasn't scripted. Uh, it was just, uh, it was just good. He had good it, it visuals. Felt, felt he, he, like, he believed uh, it. it. It felt like he was raining energy. You know,
0: like yeah, he believed yeah. it. I thought, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, oh yeah, have this guy. Nobody knows. Beat 49 other guys. Great. Then he cuts that promo, and you're like, okay, know uh, yeah, no problem really <laughs> with that at its purpose. all. Yeah. yeah,
2: Um It got again they're getting money thrown at them so it's like Wrestlemania it's a way for a lot of that talent to just get money uh, oh for sure what I hate oh
0: how how much do you think guys made like you know Gal's Anderson got thrown out and seconds at Battle Royal to fly across the world yeah they got paid pretty
2: penny for it It, it's crazy Uh, I think my biggest thing I hate about these shows is Raw already sucks at telling stories yeah it drags forever well then you have to stop all storyline to build two weeks of storyline that's not gonna matter. Integrate yeah. these guys. Integrate a Goldberg oh, and Undertaker
0: storyline. I agree
2: completely. Yeah, you're just wasting. Uh, Integrate a Triple H and an Orton story for no reason. You
0: gotta give us. You gotta give us a little time to put this on. It doesn't have anything to do with anything else. We're promoting it because we're trying to they, sell this. They have stadium. what felt
2: like a ten minute video package for Orton Triple H, like for no reason. Yeah, yeah, it's not going anywhere else. I think Every it's. I think it's killing week. your weekly <laughs> show. Yeah, killing.
0: Well, they did the same thing for the Australia show, which yeah. you know, doesn't have the stink on it that Saudi Arabia does, but it was the same thing. If you're going to have these shows that don't matter,
2: why build it up? Uh, uh,
0: and I, the uh, matches are sexy as hell, but it feels like an old uh, yeah. house show the WWF, where It's like, yeah, there's a lot of great wrestlers, there's a lot of great matches, but nothing's going to happen. The heroes are going to win. Yeah. Nothing's going nothing's to happen. They're
2: not going to fully put out insane matches. Um, yeah, I, I hate I hate these shows. They're ruining the weekly product.
1: I think so. Why televise them?
2: I think the a can, can watch them, but
1: I don't I don't know why you're going to televise anyway. No one yeah, cares. The, I that. think it adds a whole another level of like stress and production when you televise. Oh yeah.
2: Well you he makes
0: a great point. Yeah, you already got paid for. You already got paid for it. You're it's not, not. It's not necessary. We're not for buying, us. We're not buying a ticket to go, gonna, go to
2: Saudi Arabia to go see the match. If you're going to do it, make something. Okay, have a lot of house show match, but maybe have Lesnar actually cash in. Give us something like, oh, I need yeah, to start checking yeah. these shows if they're out. they're going to do that, at least happening. make it. The only no, thing
0: fair. that they could be potentially trying to sell is more people getting the network to see it, to get a subscriber to it. That's not
2: what I'm getting the network but, for. Right, yeah. that's the
0: thing. If you're not getting the network, give us rest of for 10 bucks. you ain't going to get it for this. And and I think Mark's right. Who are you selling it to? Yeah. If you're bringing Goldberg and Tinker on TV every week to cut a promo about their match... We're either going to watch it or we're not. Yeah. we have the network, or we know how to get to it. Uh, the the show's already sold in Saudi Arabia. Have them have them cut like some interview packages or promo packages to have air on Saudi Arabia. There, absolutely. Well, your weekly show
2: that you're selling your regular pay per views. I think you have people tuning out at that point when you're selling this super show. Like I no one wants to see the actual fans. Agree. We don't want to see Orton and Triple H again. It's like come That's a on, really good point. Like it's killing the product
1: or go if you if you want to televise it if you want to make it a thing make it a thing don't don't make it a weird separate thing that's kind of in the middle of everything just work it in like as if it was backlash or something you know what i mean like like i said you gotta have make something
2: happen i'm not saying it has to be lesnar cashing in but if lesnar's got that briefcase why not cash in on one of these shows make it a selling point i mean I, I think people they will feel be, like they have to tune into these. Right, they
0: teased him cashing in on the show. Which they, we I they, think we all knew. With big teasing it, period. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um No and it does. I mean the guy winning the fifty million battle royal again, they told him him cut a great promo. Oh, sure, he absolutely did. What does that matter?
1: Yeah. It Didn't
0: mean anything. No title's ever change hands on the shows, it's you want to watch it for the video for wrestling you'll have it if, if it they change I,
2: a title it's going to be the u.s title something 24 7. <laughs> it's going to be something that doesn't matter i'm surprised yeah. they didn't change um 24/7. the hype yeah. the hype brothers like changing titles <laughs> you know, i guess um uh, oh the revivals champions now
0: the revival won the championship lackeys for shane mcmahon lackeys yeah. for shane mcmahon again which, I hate it. At the same time, is there any more real heat than Shane McMahon his bullshit right now? He's the most televised
2: wrestler wow. in is, WWE right now. The oh, roster is <laughs> so
0: fucking good.
2: And they can't get enough Shane McMahon. Drew McIntyre, if you're going to have him be a lackey for Shane, he shouldn't just be at his side. He should be running stuff. He should just be telling him who to attack and he should be kicking everyone's ass. That's the worst yeah. idea. He shouldn't just be out there sipping champagne with him. Ugh. <sighs>
0: I don't, I don't have to Tell them, Walt. Well, I don't have the mental Some capacity to really get into. Raw you know, oh, come on. Smack down and, come on. SmackDown, and all come my issues on. with it right now. No, there, I, there is, we, we, I yelled at the camera a couple weeks ago. and we suggested so many things that try to fix it, and it. I don't know. It just doesn't feel
1: like they're trying. They, they yeah. don't, they're just not listening. You need not to reaching. start
0: listening.
1: You know, I don't think it hurt me Maybe still. Something. Maybe a little louder. Next time, <laughs> next time. I don't we'll think we have
0: enough money. Next time
2: we'll get them. Uh, uh, speaking of money, I see you guys up the production value,
1: change uh, the logo to the classic NWO. We oh, had- oh we, got, we got some big things I on had the horizon. It on the TV, ready to go, but then nice. the fire went
0: out. We got some big things on the horizon, OWC wise. I think we're gaining a lot of ground, man. I think we're getting a lot of trash in here.
1: We, are. we We've gained a few subscribers too since the last episode, I noticed. So. And right,
0: we, uh, we appreciate you, John listening every week John's not on Facebook so he doesn't get to see it when we share nope. and I have um, to personally tell him that it's on there I I it. no I'm subscribed, subscribed? on, um, okay.
2: on uh, iTunes okay so it, good it, man it, it tells me cool we're gonna
0: cool. get it we're gonna get at least one fired up and uh, maybe another one you feel like sticking around talking some more wrestling with us I can talk some stuff please. well I have an idea I have an idea of what we might be able to talk about All today this guy
2: Breath the Hitman heart. <laughs> I think I think. I commented on it when he walked in. Greatest really. wrestler,
0: all time. Whoa, we're not gonna get into that episode fifteen today. Yeah, that sounds like a whole other episode I for I, you. I, th- I think <laughs> we might have at least another hours worth to talk about, don't you, Mark? At least, yeah. at least, yeah. Uh, so this has been fun, man. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, again, John, appreciate you subscribing, listening to the pod, and
2: feel like, sure. I feel like I feel like I babbled for. A while,
0: but this, and hey, man, you're the special guest. We wanted to see how uh, much you felt about wrestling today. Uh, we sure. we talked about basically similar issues last week, but this is another perspective. And when we started this pod, we wanted to do it where, yeah, I'm in the business on the indies. I don't know everything, obviously, but I have a little bit of a different perspective. I wanted Mark's perspective on things as a, as an absolute fan, and you being a fan of both the product altogether, fan of this podcast, makes a lot of sense, man. Sit down. Talk shop with us for yeah. a little bit. Sure, just give it a chance. Give AEW just, a chance. That's <laughs> that's what we're landing on. Give AEW a chance. What about Impact Wrestling? No, uh, <laughs> I don't think there's enough chances to go around anymore. No, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mark mentioned I mean, that you could watch them on Twitch, and I don't understand it. I hear they're doing no, okay. I've never
1: actually done it, so no.
2: I don't understand how. Um, I don't know how AEW has one of the best TV deals. I don't know money wise, but. Access- Accessibility-wise, TNT, everyone's got it. It's in every Very package. True. I don't know how TNA hasn't <laughs> done it. Point. I don't know what they're doing over there. but
1: I've thought about watching TNA or Impact every now and then just because I have Twitch and shit. But, uh, cause, and your boy Madman Fulton's on there. Madman so. Fulton is
0: on there. Sammy Callahan's on there. Yeah, uh-huh. I've got some friends of mine that are I heard it's doing that it's really it's
1: well over there. Better-ish than it used to be, I guess. I, I guess. don't know.
2: Another company that you look at that wasted talent, though. Uh, yeah. Oh, sure as hell. As hell, they,
0: them as well as Ring of Honor, whether they want it to or not, have basically become the farm club for the WWE.
2: They'll just take whoever they want. Yeah, more. I think Ring of Honor is slipping. I think, I mean, especially now AEW. Uh, if AEW is gonna pull from anywhere, I think. Those are guys that work in uh, Ring of Honor, and so I, th- I think they got a lot of pool a lot of talent there. So.
0: Yeah. They do, which it seems that the WWE
2: is also trying to sign up
0: any darlings they can. And they're also offering big time money to their current stars, which
2: I was say this uh, with nothing else but AEW. It's great for the boys. Boys are great for the boys. Uh, yeah. Here, the contracts they're offering now is rumored a week or two ago. If you go to NXT, it's longer contracts now, so really? you're going to get more longer and probably more money because they don't they don't want to lose
1: people. Good, don't lose them. Good, and they can stay at NXT, longer. which is really good for the boys. Might suck for
2: the
0: product, but
1: <laughs> mm. great
0: for the boys though to get together, get paid, and have an option again is. It's a good thing. And the guys deserve to get paid, man. They, they work a hard schedule, they to put
2: their bodies on the line mm-hmm. every
0: single night. They deserve to make a nice paycheck. For oh,
2: that. If you want to give me the, the option to go to NXT to wrestle Gargano and Adam Cole, I'd take it. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd no take training. I'd just take an ass beating. <laughs> yeah. They could squash me every fucking day. You could be your first man
0: on the job and sell a three and a half star match. Because those two guys being in there. Yeah. Not a bad thing. Man, you think we covered everything? I think it's probably a good stop.
1: Point I think so too, man. Walter's a little proud. Walt, Walt's little.
0: getting a little fired up with the fireworks going on around
1: here. He hates all this hate that's going on in this there's episode. A, well, there's, little, oh,
0: there's less, there's hate, this, there's less okay, hate in this episode there was. Now, next episode, Walt might be fired up. Yeah. Uh, we we'll, s- so. we'll see how he lands on the Canada USA debate. Oh,
1: shit. <laughs> He's Chinese, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well you wanna you wanna take it home for us here, Mark? Yeah, uh I guess that was Ohio WrestleCast number fifteen, right? Fifteen, yeah, 15. yeah but... look at that, we're halfway to thirty. Um It's thirty monumental? I mean We'll do it from the garden. It's the beginning of like middle age, isn't it? <laughs> we're half we're I don't know, we're getting up there anyway. Um don't forget to like, share and subscribe. We're if you're watching this, we're on the YouTube channel that you need to subscribe to, so Go ahead and do that. Click the bell too. Really uh, appreciated.
0: You can subscribe to some free fireworks. Yeah. Because that's happening right now. Walter loves them. <laughs> subscribe to free Walt being all fired
1: <laughs> up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Facebook.com Ohio WrestleCast. Trying to save it over, Walt. Come here. Ohio um, right, WrestleCast. We're going to have some more merchandise available soon. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Very, and, very, very cool stuff on the horizon. And, uh... Yeah, that's, that's pretty much yeah. it for now. Uh, Walter, Tell him, Walt. Walter wants to get that in there, too. Yeah. Again, thanks for joining us, John. And I guess until next time, bye, internet. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye.